we felt enough Holy Ghost to have camp meeting. Amen. But I wonder if you've got about 10 minutes, amen, that you could open up your ears, heart for a moment. Just let me get this off of my heart. Amen. Thank you for the liberty. Tell you, when, when young people have liberty to pray, there's liberty in the church. Amen. When they're not sitting on the back row playing video games and disconnected, but they're in the front praying, getting breakthroughs, that's when you know you're doing something right. Amen. Thank you all for getting behind this prayer. Amen. It means everything to to have a praying church. Amen. I'm just excited about what God is doing, what He's going to do. Amen. It's so good to have Aaron here with Hannah. God bless you. Thank you for being here. Amen. Praise God. Amen. Sister Ann, I always get to see you. Amen. Thankful the way the Lord brought the Rileys. Amen. Here, God bless you. We love y'all. Amen. Praise God. God has been so good to this church. Amen. And sometimes I shake my head thinking, how are we going to ever repay you, Lord? Amen. Every time I try to get even, he gets ahead. Amen. Every time I try to give him more, he gives me more. Every time I try to sacrifice more, he just blesses more. I feel like I'm getting behind, but it's all right. Amen. Good to see Sister Trish feeling such liberty. Amen. There's nothing like that clean feeling. You got your Bible real quickly, Psalms 106. Thank you for being here. Thank you for getting on to this 30 days of prayer. I don't know what day we're going to be on tomorrow night. Hopefully there's no more ice storms tomorrow. I'm tired of these things. Amen. Praise God. So glad Sister Robin is in God's house. Amen. Praying. God, just continue what you started. Psalms 106 and 21, the Bible said they forgot God, their Savior, which had done great things. Everybody say great things. They forgot about God that had done great things in Egypt, wondrous works in the land of Ham, and terrible things by the Red Sea. And Therefore he said that he would destroy them had not Moses, his chosen, stood before him in the breach Amen, it's beautiful when people will stand in the gap and make up the hedge. He said to turn away his wrath lest he should destroy them. Yea, they despised the pleasant land. They believed not his word. Everybody say, but murmured. They murmured in their tents. In their tents where nobody else could hear them. Nobody else knew what was going on. The Bible said they were, God was hearing them. 
from inside their house. Another place the Bible would say, whatever you say, the, the birds will carry it. Amen. But the Bible said they murmured in their tents and hearkened not unto the voice of the Lord. And therefore he lifted up his hand against them to overthrow them in the wilderness. 24 again, they despised the pleasant land and believed not his word. 25, but they murmured in their tents. They murmured in their tents. They were camping out. And they were murmuring in the tent. Amen. I just want to preach a little question just for a few minutes if you'll help me. Are you a happy camper? Are you a happy camper? Well, about 30 people are. I could tell. Have you allowed something to steal your joy? Are you still happy? Can you still smile? Can you still put your hands together? Can you still give God praise? Is there any happy campers left? I wish somebody just praise God right now. I wish somebody just stomp the devil for a little while. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Everybody say, I'm happy. If you're happy, you can be seated for a moment. If you're mad, just keep standing. I know who to preach to. Praise God. Praise the Lord. Amen. Thank you, Sister Lila, for this graphic of this people camping out. <laughs> Amen. I want to know, are you still a happy camper on this journey? I believe the Bible was given to us as an example of what we should do and what we should not do. When I hear something God don't like, I promise you I ain't going to do it. And when I figure out what he does like, I promise you I'm going to do my best to be that person and do that thing. Come on, let's praise him in this house. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. And along the journey from Egypt to the promised land that God had planned for the children of Israel, the Bible said they began to murmur in their tent. They went from standing on the edge of the Red Sea with a tambourine, praising God, camping happy, to somehow they turn into a bunch of murmurers and complainers because everything wasn't just like they wanted it to be. Hey, don't let the devil steal your happiness. Don't let the 
enemy turn you I'm happy I'm on a journey and when I get there it'll be for eternity somehow they went from being happy campers to being unhappy campers Amen. I don't know how it started. Amen. I don't know how it ended. But I can tell you, God looks in people's tents and he listens to what's being said. Nobody's got to text the pastor what's being said because God's looking down and he's hearing what's happening. Are they happy? Are they thankful? Or are they complaining? Are they murmuring? Well, praise God. Amen. They got unhappy somehow. And here's the problem. The problem is God started noticing what they were murmuring about. And he got mad about it. And the Bible said he began to lift his hand up to overthrow them in the wilderness. Now, I don't know about you, but I don't like being overthrown. I, I think I do know about you. I want the favor of God in my life. Amen. I don't want God to tear down everything I'm trying to build up. I want to tell you attitude is so important. Amen. Attitude will make God happy with you or make him say, I'm about to overthrow you. Amen. I don't want him to overthrow this church. I don't want him to overthrow your family. I, I, want, I want his favor. I want his anointing. I want his blessings. Amen. Some people may say, well, it's my choice how I present myself. If I want to be an unhappy camper, I can be an unhappy camper. And I will tell you, you do have a choice. But you got to remember, you're going to be judged just like the people of Israel were. God don't change measuring sticks. Uh, he still uses the exact same one uh, that he started with. Uh, he don't change balances every other day. He don't believe in false balances. Uh, hey man, he's no respecter of persons. Uh, what he expects out of me, he expects out of you. Uh, what he expects out of her, he expects it out of them. Come on, somebody praise him. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Problem is, God looks down. He looked down on the children of Israel. And he said, I've been too good to these people to be treated like this. Got quiet all of a sudden. Quench not the spirit. God said, I've been too good to this group of people to have to sit there and listen uh, to a bunch of complaining. God, get me out of that group. Uh, I don't want to be a part of the complaining group. Uh, I don't want to be a part of the murmuring group. Uh, amen. I... This Bible 
said, to whom much is given, much is what? Required. You can't just sit there uh, when God's done so much for you uh, and brought you out of so much garbage. Uh, you can't sit there and decide whether you're going to praise him or not. Boy, I feel the Holy Ghost in this place. Let me just make some comparisons. God saw them in bondage, beaten down by the Egyptians every day. But God also saw you in bondage, beaten down by sin and addiction every day. And the same God... The same mercy, uh, the same thought process. Uh, when he saw them in Egypt, uh, saw Sister Trish in Texas. Uh, the same God that saw them bound up in Egypt as slaves uh, is the same God that saw you addicted to this world. Uh, it was. Well, that ain't me. No, it is you. God saw, God heard their cry by reason of the taskmasters is what the Bible said. God heard their cry when they were being beaten every day. God heard my cry too. Same God with the same mercy. He heard you on your pillow at night when you didn't want anybody to see you praying. When you didn't want anybody to see your tears. When you didn't want anybody to know what you were going through. God saw you just like he saw them. Come on. Come on. The Bible teaches us that when he saw it and he heard it by signs and wonders, God broke the hold that Pharaoh had on them. By signs and wonders and miracles, God broke the chains off of the Israelites. And guess what he did for you? It was a miracle that he brought you out. It was a miracle. He took the alcohol out of your hand. He took the meth out of your body. He took the perversion out of your mind. It was the same miracle. Don't start thinking I'm different. Don't start thinking I'm in a different dispensation. It's the same God with the same ears, with the same mercy that heals and protects. (laughs) 
an east wind, the Lord began to dry up a pathway through the Red Sea. The Bible said it was an east wind that blew all night long. And when they stepped into it, you got to learn how to step in. When they stepped into it, it was dry ground. And they walked across. And when they all got to the other side, God allowed it to go back together. And God delivered them from Pharaoh forever. Say, well, that was them. No, it wasn't just them. One day you were in a service and you decided I'm going to repent of my sins. And there was a rushing mighty wind that came into the house and you got the Holy Ghost and began to speak with other tongues and God brought you out and closed the sea. Come on, church. He told God don't treat one different than another. He's the same yesterday, today, and forever. And when God closed up that sea, Miriam, Moses' sister, hey, y'all give for just a little bit go find a lady and give her your tambourine praise God tell you what happened when they turned around and they saw the chariots of Pharaoh upside down and the dead bodies of the Egyptians floating in the Red Sea Miriam got a tambourine and she began to praise God and they danced and they sang the horse and the rider have been cast into the sea it was power it was praise it was unrestricted when you got the Holy Ghost now I'm assuming you got the real Holy Ghost but when you got the Holy Ghost and you turned around and you realize God brought me out I've never seen anybody get the real that didn't have a shouting fit I'm out I'm free I'm delivered hallelujah they travel on They're delivered. What a great day. 
when you get delivered and you get full of the Holy Ghost, but you ain't to the promised land yet. You just started your journey. And they began to walk. And the Bible said there was a rock. And when nothing else in the world could satisfy them, Moses could speak to the rock and water would come out and they began to drink. You get to the New Testament and the Bible said, and that rock that was Jesus. Amen. When you got the Holy Ghost, you quit drinking off the old bottle. You quit. You started getting your strength from somewhere else. Amen. But it was the same God that was with them in the wilderness. It's the same God that wants to give you sustenance. Sharabosa, 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 Hallelujah, 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 Irabosa, Itorabosa, Irabosa, Hallelujah. They began their journey. And before, when it was Pharaoh that was feeding them, when it was the enemy that was making sure they had food and water, now they're not dependent on Pharaoh no more. The God of heaven begins to drop manna from heaven every day. The Bible would call it angel's food. How could you get tired of eating angel's food? They experienced the same thing we experienced. The Bible said uh, they were all baptized into the sea. God provided for them just like he provides for us. And a day came a day came in their life after all God had done for them God begins to hear something from their tent. I'm sure he begins to think, this must be somebody else. This must be another tribe. I've been good to my people. He hears them. 
His ears began to perk up. They're murmuring in their tent. I don't know about you. Just the fact that God brought me out. If he never did anything else for me. I owe him. My everything. I don't know if you've ever. Experienced. Somebody that you've helped. And you've helped. And you've helped. And you've helped. And then to perk up one day and hear that it's just murmuring. And it's complaining. It didn't go over very well with God. God said, I'm about to pick up my hand and I'm about to turn them upside down. Well, I feel the Holy Ghost. If I could help somebody, don't fall like they fell. Don't lose out like they left out. Because you go through a little financial trial, you think it's all right to go from being a happy camper to an unhappy camper? When you used to be in slavery, uh, you... I don't want to be guilty of doing what they did. Well, I feel Jesus in this place. Tell you it's a trick. I never read it, never understood it, or I've read it 20 times. Till a few weeks ago, when God was giving them manna, the Bible said it was the mixed multitude that started murmuring and complaining because there wasn't no quail. Let me tell you, in a church, there will always be a mixed multitude. They've always been with God's people. They were the people that were just like married in or just there for the fishes and the loaves or or some other reason. But they weren't committed. They weren't committed. They didn't have their mind made up. And they started complaining. I'm tired of manna. We want some meat like we had in Egypt. Somehow, that mixed multitude began to affect the tribes of Israel. Boy, I feel Jesus backing me up right now. They began to affect the tribes of Israel. And before long, everybody was griping. It wasn't long everybody was unthankful. It wasn't very long everybody was complaining. Yeah, we want something else. Hey, you know what I want? 
want God's will. I want whatever God wants. Hallelujah. I refuse. I want to tell you, you're on a journey. You're on a journey. You started, and it ain't going to be perfect, my friend. A man that's born a woman is a few days and full of trouble. You know what that means? You're going to have trials. There's going to be days things don't work right. And you got to make up your mind. I'm going to be a happy camper. You're not going to steal my joy. See, we can see. We can see where they messed up. It's obvious. You could take a 10-year-old and ask him, where did Israel mess up? Well, they started complaining. They started gropping. They started doing just the opposite of what God said. But somehow, when it's our journey, Oh, we got got discernment for everybody else. I can tell you what you're doing. Where I struggle is when I look in the mirror. That's when I start making excuses. Because you don't know what family I come from. You don't know how I was raised. It's just who I am. I can see your problem. I can see where Israel messed up, but I'm struggling. Seeing where I get off track. I'm so thankful for the word of God. I'm gonna just tell you, From my vantage point, I, I, I feel like I know about everybody in this room. Without a doubt, there's nobody in this room that's got an excuse to be an unhappy camper. Hey, everybody's got a reason to be heard every now and then and have bad days and deal with grief and deal with sorrow and deal with trials. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about when you get in your tent. I I don't know, but it just seems like there's more liberty to be yourself when you're in your own tent. Maybe not in a church service with a bunch of people all around you. God didn't say, I I hear you complaining when you're at church. If you're that bad, there's no telling what the house is like. But he said, they were murmuring in in their tent. That means in their own private quarters. That's when you're yourself. 
when honey's there and you know she ain't going to tell. Well, I feel the Holy Ghost getting kind of quiet in here. You know what? I made up my mind. I, I want to preach to this church. It's a choice. There's people with stage four cancer and somehow they're smiling. And they're happy. There's people borrowing money for food and they're happy. So it ain't about what you got or what you ain't got. I don't want to hear that excuse. Yeah. There's people. There's people making a thousand dollars a month. And somehow they're finding joy. There's some people making 20 times that. And all they can see is what they ain't got. Let me tell you a little secret. God's listening. You want to get blessed by God? Let him hear stuff he likes. Let him hear when you're in the deepest trial of your life. And he puts his ear down on your tent. Uh, let him hear. I love you, Jesus. I once was young, but now I'm old. And I have never seen the righteous forsaken. My God is more than enough. He will supply them. Let him hear something that makes him happy. Bible said I'm on the very last page in everything in this room right now there's every kind of situation but the Bible said in everything which that means every person Every individual, in everything. It didn't say pout till you get what you want. It said in everything, give thanks. For this is the will of God. what really trips the devil out is when you ain't got enough and you begin to sing my God is more than enough when you don't know how it's going to happen 
when your grief is so heavy you can't bear it but you just go ahead and sing my God is more than enough when the trial is so dark you don't know how it's ever going to end but you go ahead and open your mouth and say my God is more than I feel like God is about to put his ear down. I don't know what he's been hearing up until now. But I'm going to ask him. God, give us five minutes. God, give me five minutes and come back and listen again. Give me five minutes to stomp the devil. Give me five minutes to shout my hair down. Give me five minutes to run the aisles. Give me five minutes to clear up my mind and get rid of all the doubt and unbelief. Come back and listen. the name of Jesus if you're in a trial and you need it to end I want to tell you how to make it end let God hear a different sound than he's been hearing let him hear a different voice than he's been hearing Come on. God is more than Come on, enough. five minutes. Shout. Cry. Dance. He always 